practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. <laughs> All right, well, we I'm recording it. We need, we need, uh, we need it to pick up on well. our tracks, too. Uh, but our tracks, have will have st- our tracks will have started automatically when I put them in Audacity. All four of these tracks will start at the exact same time. Yeah. And then the clap is when I'll put the tracks, I'll sync his tracks that he sends me to that clap. Okay. And then I'll delete that track. No, I can't talk during my clap. I can't talk during that clap. Radio oh, silence. No delay on that one. <laughs> Radio silence. Does that make sense, Henning? You're the tech guy. Uh, uh, why don't we all just do it just because? Because I want to clap. But but all then right, all of a sudden right all of a sudden I see a lot of claps yeah. and I don't know which claps to go with. Mm. All right, we're gonna do both. We're gonna do a unison clap. Yeah. And then we're gonna be quiet and do a clap. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. How many clap. can we? Do we need a snap? Like that? Doesn't pick up. How about Angry a jazz gumball hand? snap? <laughs> uh, all right. So we're going to clap to your visual clap. You go ahead and... Oh, wait. We need Meg to, oh, to clap. Oh, now, and now I revealed it. Too much. Does, uh, does my clap... Let me do a test. Can you guys hear it on your end? Because it'll pick up on my track. Yeah. For sure. It'll, okay, let me try one. Better, right? Yeah, that's that's going to be the clap on track four only. Mm-hmm. It's not going to show up on our tracks. Mm-hmm. Therefore, but our tracks have started the same time as track four. Now I can sync the track he sends me to track four. To the track four on this. And then delete track four on this. Okay, because you're still recording also, something uh, from Casey right now. Exactly. Okay. That's what I, I mean. Does that make I sense? See. Yeah, yeah. See. Turn down your cans on that clap because she was hot. Yeah, it was she a big was clap. Hot. But that's I the clap. I think it was a hot clap. Do you want to do a unison clap just for unity? Yeah. All right. Unity clap. Me Unity too. Clap. One, <laughs> two. Th- what the? F- <laughs> oh, All right, Henry, give us a countdown. Yeah, give us a count. One, two, three, clap. Oh, Whoa, boom. Whoa. That was perfect. We're right on now. I, we're, yep. We were going on three. We didn't go space three. Uh, yeah. What is that? Mm, shit. This we is we're delayed then. Space three. What are we on the moon? Space three. I don't space three. <laughs> Give me a space three. That's what Moonanites say. That's what Mooners say. Instead of high five, they say Muscadites. Instead of high five, they say Give me a space three. That's their preferred clap. <laughs> <laughs> what do uh, what do re- actual recording professionals do? It like Meg. Oh, I certainly don't know. Oh, so we who have... is that person? Oh, we yeah. This is a unique. Uh, well, it's it's soon to not be new <laughs> new yeek new yeek unique new yeek too many ibuprofens for me. It's soon to not be unique, but we're starting one. We have a guest, Meg. Say hello. Hello, Meg. How? Meg. How does you, our you intro music? Recognize her oh, from yeah. the intro music. I do do that. And she's play, and she's actually size up. <laughs> oh, is she? I didn't know that. No, she's not. <laughs> Sisop's real. I don't know what that is. Oh, and she doesn't listen, so... <clears throat> oh, you would say that, wouldn't you, Sisop? <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, what else? And, Casey, you're beaming in from beaming a beautiful in. red state of Ohio. 
Yeah, cherry red, baby. <laughs> like a hot rod. <laughs> Newly red. Bun spanking red. Whoo. Tanned hide red. Oh, boy. What was it? Uh, so, yeah, I guess we can start off. Uh, if you guys want to start off with the news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I go according, how's New York? It seems like everybody's cutting themselves and listening to the Smiths. So fucking <laughs> depressed, man. You can feel it. You it could physically bad. feel it. You go can up. physically, emotionally, right? Yeah, you Spiritually. go outside and you don't want to look anyone in the face. I went to work. I, yeah. Sorry, Hen. That, that was it. I was going to say, Henning, Henning was deep into it. I feel bad for him. I was. Down I, the rabbit hole on Facebook. Oof, I, duh. I, I made a commitment after the election to get off Facebook, get out of my Facebook social media bubble a little bit, but then I ended up spending three nights and days straight on Facebook anyway. I can oh, get God. it. And I, I've read a bunch of stuff, and I still don't know what to say about it, really. Do you like all these uh, fat whites telling you how the Electoral College works on Facebook? <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of fat white. I heard a lot of fat white, fat South Dakota white start to say fat South Dakota whatever the hell they want as soon as the, <laughs> as soon as the election started turning I heard some real nice you know go back to India <laughs> <laughs> Oh poor Tim Curry uh, oh I know I know he had another stroke <laughs> Sorry. a stroke of luck Oh no no well that he lives in England yeah Oh, do you like all the bad, fat, white Canada jokes, too? Oh, yeah. Jesus. What are they saying? Like, how's Canada looking? Like, Canada's building a wall for all you pieces of shit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's my own spin. That, was, that one's not bad. That was Justin Trudeau who actually said that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you hear that fat mayor from Toronto actually died? The one who did crack? Yeah, Rob Ford died? Yeah. Rob Ford, yeah. He died of what? Chris Farley Jr. On election night, so we didn't hear about it? No, I think this was like <laughs> two years ago. Yeah, I think he died of five <laughs> years ago. <laughs> I didn't hear. Oh, man. Yeah, I had issues like, I, I was just, it reminded me, Casey, you remember when we voted? It might have been the first time, I think it was the first time I could vote was in the 2004 election. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was just so convinced that John Kerry, but like I, I was like I was so I just didn't understand how anybody could vote for Bush again because visually yeah. he's just such adult George W. Bush. Oh yeah, like mm. I was just like he's so stupid and the things he says are ninety nine percent just illiterate. No one could vote for him, and then he won pretty handily, as I recall. And because I was so detached, I guess from everything else, I was just like. So confused that that confusion yeah. was frustrating. Like I didn't understand like how angry I could be, but it was because it hit me out of left field when it shouldn't have. If I had been yeah. able to read uh, the census, not that a lot of people read this right, but it hit me the same way when it started to shift. I was like, you can see pictures of Meg and I throughout the day. Like we're voting, and we're like, yeah, lines for voting. It doesn't matter which we way you go. It. People are coming out to vote. And then you see it shift throughout the day, just like, what, what, what? Like, oh, it was just no. so. <laughs> oh, man. Well, speaking of George Bush, like, he looks like a fucking folk hero now. Ashley showed me this article where uh, he just looks cool. He's wearing, like, 
gnarly sweats and he's in like an awesome painting studio yeah, I know. and that's what he does he paints portraits of like wounded veterans i saw that wounded warriors he's painting one wounded warrior he's like he's like a machine he's like andy warhol he's putting out a piece a day Jesus. one wounded warrior per day he's got an etsy shop what do you think he just said fuck it i don't i don't like not fuck it like because he's actually his painting you could see like he's like i'm gonna be a painter but now you can see the progression because I saw some of those Wounded Warrior paintings. And unless there, there's something like he has a Secret Serviceman creating, like, numbered blocks for yeah. him, they're yeah. just, like, so, like, it's obvious, like, he's putting in, like, the hours and they're just so much better. Yeah, he is getting better than those weird bathtub paintings of his feet. He's doing Frida Kahlo's? Yeah, oh, yeah. So, Less mustache though. Oh, oh my god. Oh no. You mean eye eye mustache? Brow stash. <laughs> Brow stash. Yeah. I never saw that movie. That's fine. We so. saw. Uh, speaking of movies, you know we always see some gems. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Meg and I saw a movie, and she can weigh in here. Actually, Meg, I would uh, if you can weigh in on your thoughts on the election at some point. That would be if you feel like it. Interesting, because really, if you were to visually look around this table, uh, all fat whites, all fat whites, <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh yeah. But I mean, the only I think the only strata, oh boy, I don't know if that works. It's a great word. The, the only <laughs> the only the only strata that we fit out of the the only strata that takes us out of fat white categorization is economics. Although Henny, I was going to say Henny the checkbook, sweet animation money. But that takes I think that's the only thing. Otherwise, we're, we're fat not, whites. We're not fat rich whites. We're not fat rich whites. Which, to be a fat white, I think you have to be rich. Okay. So we're just I, whites. That, for me, is part of the equation. Yeah. Fat, the fat to be means a truly ri- fat white. The fat yeah. is like a P-H-A-T, only it's not spelled P-H-A-T, but the fat means rich. So how can you spell fat in another way that just means rich and not cool or fat? Two well, get back to me on that. I'm not sure. Two Fs. <laughs> two Fs. Two Fs. In there. Our fat has two Fs. Or two Ts. <laughs> two Ts, fat. posh fat. Yeah. Fat. Fat. Fat, fat, fat. Oh, well, that, that's European fat. That has d- triple Fs. <laughs> that's Louis the Sixteenth fat. Where were you on Yeah, that's the Sun King fat. Well, I was going to say, even Where sitting at this make? table, I've got it the worst, right? I'm the... No doubt about it. Fat, white, grab me by the pussy... Uh, you know, Ooh, demographic. Ooh. So I even uh, have uh, drop the, the Y off that P hey, word. Hey, just saying. Puss. <laughs> oh, I forgot to. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And you had, uh, you have genuine concern. I think we all do, but you have genuine concern oh, yeah. over your own physical body. I would. Um, I don't. I mean, need to assume. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Um, well, it's interesting because you know, obviously, I've been in a long-term relationship. I don't believe really in um birth control or you know things like uh for women at least like birth control pills and iud but you know it's been dick shots Mm -hmm. it's been you know all these women are running out and getting iud's and like i get it you know i i understand that and i support that for people who are worried but for someone who's been in a long-term relationship and has talked about having children like okay you know, maybe I shouldn't be too concerned about running out and getting an IUD, but at the same time, like anything terrible could happen to me, even if, you know, this is getting deep and this is getting heavy, but say I get pregnant, say halfway through my pregnancy, you find out something terrible about 
what's growing inside you, whether it's got a deformity or something or something terrible that you, you know, I can't make the decision. And it is, if it's mine, <laughs> it's going to be <laughs> oh, a it, mutant. It, it won't be. No, but I'm saying, you know, if it's something terrible, I can't, I'm not allowed to make the decision on my own to, you know, Get possibly terminate that pregnancy. Yeah, potentially. You know, so that's uh, like a terrifying thing. I mean, it's all terrifying, but, you know, I think you made a good point the other day we were talking about it. And it's like, if anything's going to happen, like, you know, it probably will take quite some time. It's not like January, the day he gets, you know, into office, like things are going to be. You that's know. when we lose our health care immediately. Oh, right. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I mean, especially oh, like no, turning yesterday, over things. For women, at least. I don't think it's going to happen in, in, immediately. But still, it's just, you know, obviously it's very concerning. It's, it's, it's insane. Yeah. It's totally insane. I was talking with someone last night. <clears throat> Ashley's friends had a dinner party. And they were, they're all like us. They're all totally despondent and crestfallen over the whole thing. And... We were just talking about, and she had said, like, I don't know how much can change in four years. Because I was like, hey, in 2020, we may be looking at a whole different playing field. And she's like, I don't know how much can change in four years. But, like, if you think about it, Trump went from being laughed out of the election to president. Right. So we can bridge the gap between absurdity and then, like, actual, like, change the idea of like a different candidate or a different way to do stuff i guess i don't you're saying weird stuff can happen and has happened yeah now. it can change four years is not a long time but it's long enough for something positive to happen and negative we don't know and negative yeah that's but the thing too is i think he you know he's he may say a lot of things and say he's going to do this or that but i don't trust that he's going to do exactly what he says he's going to do until he does it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because sure, he could yeah. change his mind the night before because he's a maniac. So he's already backed God out only of knows. the Obamacare stuff. Yeah. Oh, he has. Right. Yeah. yeah. Is that true? Yeah, that was yeah. his big, one of his big planks. Yesterday he came out and said, I will not repeal Obamacare. Uh, I uh, he, made he may not. tweak things. Right. Well, I think that's... But for him to go from, I'm definitely going to bury this... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Legislation to like, meh, I think I'm going to hold on to See, some that's of what it. I'm saying. You can't, you, I just can't trust anything out of his mouth until something actually happens. Right. I think yeah. the, the con, we just can't remain complacent and be like, we got to trust him. You know, like, you still have to be, we have to no. be super vigilant, I think. Um, yeah. But I, at the same time, like, I don't know what my vigilance is going to do. I think the Obamacare, I think he just dislikes Paul Ryan so much. And that's oh, yeah. Paul Ryan's kind of, uh, that's his platform without a doubt right now that I think Trump's like, mm, yeah, I know you have a lot of contr- power now that Republicans have taken this, but he's like, he's big dicking him. Like, all right. Oh, no, totally. No, no. Yeah. So I think that's a good thing. Whereas if something were to happen and Mike, is his name Mike? Mike Pence? Yeah. <laughs> Mike Pence, yeah. If he were to, I think it would be worse if he were, the number one as opposed to the number two, although you have feelings on that too, Henning. But I think he just has so much more. He's just such a greasier eel within the workings of the system. Yeah. That I think it's better that he's, and he's got such a tight, smiley face. It's, he is a gray. He is. Yes. The gray man. Yeah. (laughs) He's got pins in his balls. It's like Cusack (laughs) who voted for Trump. 
I don't know. That's not true. <laughs> My feeling. I'm going to out a lot of people as maybe voting for Trump today. <laughs> what I was saying about Pence is that he, I mean, Trump is the idea man, big idea man, and he has things that he wants to accomplish. Mike Pence, no matter if he's in the in the front seat or or not, is going to be the one actually implementing them. So I think pretty much the same thing will get done, whether Trump is. Is out front or or Pence you, will? Because Pence, so you think he's Pence more is gonna, Pence is going to talk him down and make him be realistic, even if Trump yeah. is is spouting off his big <clears throat> dumb ideas. So you think Pence is more of a Cheney and less of a Biden? Yeah, Pence is the guy actually running the show behind and getting shit done behind the. the I don't know. I think Trump's ego's too big. I think so too. Yeah, Trump was saying those things in the debate, and they were like, "Well, Mike Pence said the opposite. He's like, I don't talk to him. He's a loser." <laughs> Although any... he sandbagged fat Chris Christie for Pence. Uh, well, now fat ba- Chris Christie, I, I will say this. The is people, going to jail. The pe- is he really? <laughs> is that getting really uh, two of hot? his aides? Two of his aides got indicted. So they're I like, that. it's slowly climbing up the ladder. Like he's going to serve like white guy, fat white jail time. But still, I was going to say, I thought it was more because he signed the deal with the devil, which is probably why he signed this deal and Pence like. But especially Chris Christie, like if you look at him, he's always been large, but there's been a sense of uh, joviality. There's been a sense of buoyancy with him where he's like, yeah, he's tough, but he's also been bright and like the funny guy and he can roll with it. And you'll see him at football games. Tell it like it is. He tells it like it is. If you see him now, look up a picture of him. The ghoulie bags under his eyes and like the pallor. Is literally like he's that guy from Lord of the Rings who, like, is under that <laughs> yes. guy's spell where, like, basically, like, he just has to suck that guy's energy out. Like, he looks very drained. But I would imagine, I guess, it's the thought of, one, he went from three years ago a potential presidential candidate or whenever. the He was in the primaries, right? Yeah. Yeah, he went from that to potential jail. And the only way he could possibly curb it is by aligning himself with a guy who I didn't... I thought you were, like, just making... Like, you were pulling out of nowhere when you said Trump... uh, I guess this was months ago. Trump is one stone-cold stunner away from the presidency. Mm -hmm. He was actually in WWF (laughs) giving stone-cold stunners. He was wrestling. And getting them. Wrestled Vince McMahon. Yes. Scuffled with him. That's bananas to me. I know it's crazy, like because I th- I think it's already so idiotic that we have a president that was in the Muppet movie. Well, I guess that I like oh, yeah. the Muppets, but Home Alone two, Home Alone two, <laughs> like all this yeah. with Tim Curry. Oh, oh there's the connection. Oh boy, oh boy, the fat white Illuminati. With Tim Curry. In Muppets? No, Tim Curry was in Home Alone two. Didn't know that one. Hmm? How could you miss Curry? I, what was Curry build in that movie? Number four. Culkin, yeah, Pesci, Stern. Was it Pesci prior Pesci pre Stern? Oh yeah. Pesci Pesci's number two on that bill. <laughs> Culkin, Pesci, Stern, Curry, or maybe the mom. Catherine O'Hare. Uh, I go Curry because he had more like gags. Yeah, because she's just He a had to walk muscle. in on the dad in the shower. Oh. I'm, saying, I'm saying Curry gets the and at the end. Oh, I was gonna oh. say with. Yeah. No, it's with Rob Schneider. <laughs> <laughs> Always. 
<laughs> Everything's with Rob Schneider. Now that Trump's president, always. Oh, God. Um, what was I going to say? On I figured old... out I could do a, an okay Tim Curry impression. Let's oh. hear it. You want to get, Let's get hear some, it. some maniacal Tim Curry laugh? <laughs> oh, that's so a good, good Tim Curry chortle. I feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> ah, right oh, on. I'm, I'm going to, I got to time that so I can up that volume. Hen, we got to get him, get you on SNL. <laughs> I Just missed. a laugh though. No, no other lines. That's your one impression. We can write a hacky sketch around the Tim Curry laugh. Yeah, why not? I missed uh, Saturday Night Live last night. Saw was one it Chappelle last too. night? I saw, I saw one uh, Chappelle. Yeah, yeah, this morning I watched it. So good. I'm sure. I saw the He's literally. The best, man. Yeah, really. I'm I'm taking like I've been sitting around. I can't like go out and get any exercise. And I they gave me these like strong ibuprofen. So I've been like sleeping and poorly and like waking up like sore and shit. And um. I woke up for the last sketch and I was just like, oh, I guess I didn't miss anything because it was the sketch was Dave Chappelle lives at home with his mom and he's watching football with his buddies. And they're like, we could go for a beer. He's like, yeah, mom, get us some beer. They're like, you live with your mom? He's like, yeah, what's wrong with that? And then she comes in, brings them beer. It's uh, Leslie. Yeah. I forget her name. Oh, yeah. Leslie can't can't remember any lines. Not Leslie Mann. It's not, that's what I wanted to say is Leslie Mann, but it's, it's her. And she brings them beers, and she's like, hey, boys. And she's like, today, Chappelle, you need a drink, too. And she puts a sheet up and breastfeeds him. And then oh. the rest of the sketch is just him breastfeeding more and more messy. And then Ugh. she offers the guys a treat of cookies and milk, and they're like, we don't want the milk. And then his sister comes in, I think it's Shamir Zameda, and then she breastfeeds, and that's the end. <laughs> is that a is that a twelve thirty sketch? Or that was the last sketch. Usually, the, the last, last sketch, sketch right, is yeah. like the uh, they go weird on the last ones, like the weird Will Forte ones. Yeah, exactly. I feel like the last ones are always great. Usually, that's like They're, the the ones that become tend to become very popular air the last on that episode, and then the first. Like that's what happened to Wayne's World. Yeah, I think that's what happened to Church oh, Lady. Oh, right. I love they the bump you forward. Mm-hmm. These are like jerk practice sketches. The ones that go breast just milking? too weird. <laughs> well, that one's I guess that one, but I'm saying the, the, the ones that come on last tend to be weird and high concept and Yeah. In a way that but but ours would have been her boobs look like penises. Exactly. <laughs> like and we've literally the first sketch I thought of was that sketch we did where somebody didn't get Jerry Ar- Orbach's eyes, they just got his testicles. For eyes. <laughs> in the eye, eye sockets. <laughs> yeah. Because that's still one of my favorite lines in a, in a sketch that we've written. I have Jerry Orbach's testicle meat in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> it is gross. <laughs> oh, boy. Pause. Yeah, that's, this one's called Jerry Orbach's testicle meat. Ugh. It does sound, it sounds like it. you should have butter or something, you know? Butter. With butter? You know, like testicle meat doesn't sound, it sounds piecey like lobster or crab meat when you put meat behind it. Because you don't say beef meat. You don't say. Lump Jerry Orbach <laughs> testicle meat? Yeah. Fresh Sioux City lump Orbach meat. 
What else is going on, guys? Oh, I got something. I got something to bring to the table. Um, Henning, can you hand me that envelope that's next to you? Is it a treasure map? Sort of. To fame. Um, <laughs> so we talked about is either the last podcast or two podcasts ago. And I was like, I'm going to do this shit, so I'll present it, but then I need rules if I'm to do it. And yeah. that is the dollar boom. Yes, the documentary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's you have to eat for 30 days. You can only spend $1 a day on food. Lots of bean cans. Right. It's like a John Steinbeck novel. <laughs> Tortilla flats. Because you'll be breastfeeding <laughs> at the end. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like rules on that, I had to make rules like, can you only spend $1 per day or do you have a per diem of $30? That you spend over a month. Over a month, exactly. Or do uh-huh. you regulate it where it's like, you have $30, it's a dollar a day, or that works out to be a dollar a day. You can pre-spend, but you can only spend ten dollars a week. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Even though it's going to be more like Th- four. Thirty dollar lump sum or one dollar. One dollar. Right. Like year. I put a note. Like if I could start with ten dollars, I would buy coffee for the appetite suppressant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> rice, bag of rice, which you can buy like a bag of. Brown rice at Key Foods for like a dollar thirty-seven, and then beans, dry beans. But as I am, I allowed to do things. Or that's if you're allowed to spend pre-money, like that yeah. ten dollars. Am I allowed to do things like like if I since I work in a restaurant, I have to put a regulation because I could go just scarf down Freebie. in a restaurant all the time. Yeah, you you can eat out of the out of the dish pit, right? So, or just in general, like when they hobo. put like food at the end, or like that bread or something. So, I feel like automatically that if I were to allow that unregulated, that would squash like a, a concept of it. But so, because it seems unethical, because technically you're breaking the rules at work and you're taking food. Yeah, <laughs> that's never stopped you before. It hasn't, but this is a I also think, now he's dollar room. I also think if you don't take the food from work or you've said even like you have an espresso machine, you drink a lot of espresso or coffee at work, I think you're going to be very hungry if you don't take what you can get from work. Well, no, no, no. Well, other people, I think coffee, coffee is a whole nother story because you can go to my bank on the corner and get free yeah. coffee. And pens. And pens, <laughs> which I'll trade for food. But, um, so I was like, I think beverages are okay. Like you can go to the yoga studio and you get free tea. And I was like, I don't have money to buy a salt and pepper packet or a ketchup like, uh, thing. You can get free condiments around New York city, like salt and pepper packets. Is that unethical? I don't know. I don't think that if you're not uh, abusing it, is that allowed? Um, oh, you'll abuse it. Uh, medicine, prescription medicine's okay. That's not food, yeah. though. That's not... What is, what yeah, are, you, are you by the railroad tracks? Is Mitch on a skateboard by you? Yeah, he's, he's shredding through my living room. <laughs> <laughs> Hang ten, dudes. How is Mitch? Have you seen him? Uh, yeah, we, uh, we went to an open mic 
Oh, nice. The other night, yeah. How'd that go? Uh, he was getting up too late, so he's like, if I'm not in bed by 11, I'm not doing it. Oh, did you do it, though? No, no, he just, it's down the street from where we live, so he was said he was going to be hanging out, so we went down there. Oh, got you, got you. But are you going to, is it a comedy open mic? Yeah, yeah. Are you going to get up and do the mic? Uh, I might at some point, yeah. You can have that Mel Gibson. There's like 38 you, you people who sign up, so. want that Mel Gibson so. material, it's yours. Whew. Good, I'll take it. <laughs> that Mel Gibson take hot tub get. material. Uh, medicine, uh, prescription medicine take. Uh, but if I needed to buy like a Tylenol, it has to yeah. come out of the thirty. And then it, so oh, the, like bodega medicine, yeah. Or, oh, that yeah. would have to come out of your yeah. Uh, You're not going to power through it. You only got ten dollars a week. That's what I'm saying. Like, I probably that means I'm going to have to power through it. Like automatically, like like the sugar withdrawal is going to be. We don't eat sugar, but we eat sweetener. So we eat maple sugar. And mm-hmm. that's the, that's gonna have the same effect. That is the same like chemical chemicals that release in your brain. Yeah. So you're still gonna have the same withdrawal from like that that spike you get. Yeah. So I'm sure I'll. Be I love wanting, that this documentary is just gonna slowly turn you into a street urchin. Well, because you're know. already angling how to steal stuff from places. Well, I, that's why I bring the rules up. I, that's why I want, and this would start. I would start this the day after Thanksgiving. Oh, gonna get a belly. Not full, December first, huh? because that would be easier. Right. Stock up. December, the... December first. Yeah. Why is that easier? Because it's because month. it's. An I don't want to not be eating over the over Christmas. So that means you can't eat your Thanksgiving leftovers. We won't have any. Because <laughs> he's gonna eat everything in front of his face. <laughs> and uh, let's see, it's only food, nothing else. Obviously, so I was like, does this even matter? Because I'll be, I'll have soap. It's. Yeah, you know, does it matter? It's super relevant now because we're in Trump's America. Boom. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> the dollar you is that where this came from? No, this we're came from we talked. We talked about it on a okay. podcast. The dollar because we're talking about the, do- the dollar menu. Fast food. <laughs> like so, the dollar menu came out. Like if you got a dollar, you can eat. And my idea is like if you got a dollar, let's see if you can eat. But let's also see if you can eat. And not uh, either one wither or two like because like in my first in that if I can spend the initial ten dollars or if we say like you can spend some money up front, I'm gonna buy lemons so I don't get scurvy, and I'm gonna <laughs> buy bananas. You can get lemons. For you got to do like a twofer. <laughs> it's gonna be a two month thing, sixty bucks. One month you subside only off of like dollar menu options. Right, and then the second month is you doing your like Gulliver's Travel, like Robinson Crusoe, like. <laughs> oh, that's really interesting. The issue like, of showing the- you can be healthy by eating a dollar, like what you can still get with a dollar. But this is also assuming you're doing this as a, like a single male, because well, you're not buying it for your family or the people you live with. Because guess who's not doing the dollar boom? Exactly. I was going to say that more money for you, Meg. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to put like tape on the items that you can't touch and that only I can touch. So it's not like, and I can still spend money. So like we're roommates. I can still this spend money yep. on like I. He's going to put that tape down the <laughs> middle of the room and like that's your side, Meg. This is my side. Like I buy bananas every Sunday morning for a meeting I go to because they call me Banana Man. 
So I'll buy those bananas, but I'm, I can't eat a banana <laughs> unless it comes out of my thing. So like that's separate. So it has to be regulated. The thing for me about I really like the idea of the dollar menu. There's two issues with me living in New York. Dollar menus don't really what people don't know is dollar menus don't really exist in New York. No, they don't at all. Those are for the fat, Anymore. not double yeah. F fat whites in the rest of the country. In New York, single F fats. Single F fats. In New York, they drop the dollar menu because, like, if you go eat at McDonald's, I haven't done it in a while, mm-hmm. but even that long ago, it was like nine bucks for, uh, like, a combo meal, like a Big Mac fries and a soda. So I propose. I guess you could adjust it for New York and like dollar menu anywhere else. You could just. I sp- but you're going to spend a dollar fifty instead of a dollar. Or. I could, and, but also I'm a vegan, so I don't eat meat or any of that shit. So that that seems to Henning, it's really expensive, right? Uh, that's more expensive. Like I don't mind. Like you I think eat. I could eat a dollar a day, but the dollar menu concept I really like. But maybe Casey Van Heel in Ohio, but it's not more at the same oh thirty days has to only eat from a dollar menu. I love that you get the healthy option and I get the single F fat white option. I'm just saying. That is think, a really... What's you think that? Chris Christie looks sallow and sick? <laughs> I Wait until you see me in 30 days. I think what's interesting about it is if I could, if I would make a projection, is we will both be equally sick physically, but I think mentally, for whatever reason, I think mentally you'll be happier. I could see that, sure. You know what I mean? Because you get treats, and mine oh, yeah. is going to be very regimented, like like uh, one cup measurements of rice and beans. Like that sounds like a goddamn nightmare, you know? Yeah, I'm eating like a house pet eats. So it's just like <laughs> ooh, right? <laughs> fake fake bacon. But that being said, noodle treats. I will say this also: if you only have thirty dollars to eat off dollar menu for thirty days, I have so much money. You uh, you won't have enough to eat. No, you can't just eat one hamburger a day. You could, (laughs) and you will live, but you will be very sick. Like at least with me, like I can, like you can re. I think I don't know. But say like uh, if uh, a bag of beans can be literally a dollar forty cents dry beans, a bag of rice a dollar thirty. So that's um, this is riveting, by the way. So that's like three dollars, and then uh, you buy you get five bananas for a dollar, which is already and then cheaper. Lemons. It's already cheaper than if like you're saying you know if you're vegan it's more expensive. It's not. I don't know why people always think that. It's like you're not including like a. Your protein is beans, and people don't understand, or any mm-hmm. vegetable you buy, yeah, which yeah. is inexpensive if you don't buy organic. But yeah. you know what I mean? It's like though. you should be, of course, but okay, you've got $30. You're not going to buy the organic shit at Whole Foods, but you're going to be, you're going to get just as much protein, if not more, because you're buying beans and right. you're not buying meat or chicken or anything like that. We, I'm buying 30 heads of lettuce. That's it. <laughs> you're gonna, Day one. You're on the Liberace diet. You'll be well yep. hydrated. Oh, yeah. You'll be well hydrated. No, you mean Liberace, HIV? Liberace, Liberace got watermelon. His, abu- watermelon, his abused yeah. pool boy got the lettuce. Eat that. Matt Damon? That Matt Damon guy? I never could watch that movie just because 
Michael Douglas. Everybody said they, their performances were really good, but Michael Douglas's performance of Liberace made me ill. I don't it's trust perfect. Michael Douglas. There's one. It's worth it for one scene. It's like when Matt Damon and Douglas like first start kind of like catting around. Douglas takes him to like a dirty sex shop and like gets him to go in the back room and it's like I think he's getting glory hold and then just like an old creepy latch you just see Liberace creep over the like top of the stall and he just goes ah and then, <laughs> like Nosferatu it's oh so good. it's like uh, what was that guy's name uh, the creep in the office sketch oh yeah yeah the uh, the chemically castrated janitor. I'll have to find that clip where I peer over. It's actually pretty funny because it's on me. Is mm-hmm. that his name? Oh, maybe I shouldn't use his last name. He is a fat. I won't make assumptions. <laughs> I got to think, though. I can see that. Speaking of fat whites mm. and sabotaged fat whites, uh, we ran into our neighbor. Yeah. And he told Christmas us. Christmas tree baron? Yeah. You're yelling. Uh, and he told us a story like, so he is like, he lives this very crazy, awesome life where he just seems to, it's very Kramer-esque where he seems to have a different job every, like really interesting jobs. Like, hey, what are you doing now? Yeah. I'm selling Christmas trees. What are you doing now? I'm selling whitewater rafting packages. What are you doing now? I'm carrying all of Trump's luggage from state to state. So what? He this got is this, true. This is true, yeah, by the so, way. So he got this gig. Um, it was Trump's press. He would go on the tarmacs, get their luggage, take it to where they were going, and then Drop it off. rinse and yeah. repeat and keep doing it. Because of that, he got a ticket to Trump's uh, rally or whatever the night yeah. of the election. election night. So he was uh-huh. there. And everybody got really pissed off because Sarah Palin gave him a Make America Great hat again. And he took a picture with her. And he's got this big smile, and he's got to make America great hat, and he posts it on Facebook, and everybody's you know upset. Didn't he show us another picture? Why would you not do that? That sounds amazing. If you're in that, like, go for it. But you, the temperament, especially that night, was so much as like uh, jokes were not. It's like that scene in Last Crusade where. They're trying to get fucking Henry Jones's notebook, and they're in the middle of that book burning, and like, oh, yeah. Hitler grabs it. That exact. Oh my god, that's kind of what that video looked like. Oh, go ahead. Uh, he said he had a really good conversation with with Sarah Palin, and and she was fun, and she just and just was. He might have thought it was a joke, but it probably. But then he showed didn't. us the picture, and we were like. That is, or, he, or I'm doing this ironically, but but the elation, that the elation on his face, <laughs> you were just like, oh boy, yeah, like I can see how people, because then he's like, oh, and I took this picture, and it's him with the same hat on, make America great, white, make America white, white, white hat, make, make America great, not a red one. It's a white. It's a special it's edition. Not, not make America Ooh. white. And then he's holding big smile, holding Hispanics for Trump sign. Oh, God. <laughs> but then he shows us this video he goes people are giving me shit but what they don't know is that and you see like this video he's like what they don't know is i i shoved my hand between in my ass and shook trump's hand 
and we like laughed. And he's like, no, show, and he shows us a video, and Trump is leaving that speech he made after he yeah. accepted. And he goes, Mr. Trump, congratulations, congratulations. And perfectly, you see his hand come in front of his camera and give Trump a big old handshake. Ooh. <laughs> and he assures us. That's going to leak in the, ooh. Yeah. Well, he's going to get Hoover after him, FBI. But is it, and I, but first he said like, and he's like, yeah, the, uh, also I farted on Mike Pence. And I was like. <laughs> Perfect. I was like, you know what? That just made me laugh because I, I can't believe I didn't think of it. Like. How many people, like, on politicians just... Just let one fly? Yeah, just fart in their direction. Of course they do. It has to happen all of the time. All the time. That's so if you're a... Consistently. Poli- if you're a politician... So effective civil disobedience. Right. You are just walking. I'm going to drain the... Swamp. <laughs> <laughs> so he just walks around in this cloud or shaking those hands. Like, how many people do that shit? Just to, it's like the ass penny sketch. Yeah. Right? Like, I, at least for this moment, own you. You, yeah, you've held pennies I've had in my ass. Yeah. Your children have held pennies I've had in my ass. You, <laughs> your pennies have thrown, your children have thrown ass pennies into a fountain and made wishes upon them. <laughs> yeah. I know it. He doesn't, he doesn't know it. None of my Facebook friends who are mad at me know it, but now. But they don't believe it. <laughs> That sounds like yeah. uh, after the fact. And he just heard all of that, so now we need to move. Why? No, he didn't. And didn't, he wouldn't didn't Trump, his name. Trump's going to throw him in Guantanamo, so don't worry about it. <laughs> Is Guantanamo still open? Oh, yeah. Obama didn't close that shit. I thought he said he was going to. He didn't in the first hundred days like he was going to what like he was promising, but I think eventually he did, like six years in. It's still open. Look it up, Henning. God damn it. He just yeah. looked it up. It's open. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So I had... So Dollar Boom. I guess we go back to the dollar table because I like that presentation. I'll, I'll have to do some rehashing and come back to you on it. You know who you can get to do Dollar Boom? Greg Stone. Of course. No way. Oh, he would break in three days. Three days? <laughs> I know. I'm giving him three. He would break the first step. <laughs> the first time he went to a dollar he'd menu. he spent $30 at Wendy's. Yeah. There's no doubt. He, he's doing that right now. <laughs> oh, man. What else is going on? So you moved? I did, yeah. Are you getting all settled in? Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. It was a very long and peculiar trip. Right. Just like, because I don't have a license, like we got this U-Haul, and then we had to attach Ashley's Jeep to the back. Oh, wow, yeah. And it was one of those things we both thought it would be, you know, like one of those little, the two-wheel things where you put the truck on and then you drag it behind you. Sure. Nope, it's full on. Like Four wheels on the ground. Nearly 16-wheeler, like, <laughs> hitch. Easy to maneuver in Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, no, it was. <laughs> so we were just, like, super stressed from the moving and the packing, and we get to the, the U-Haul place, and they we're like, oh, Jesus, God, God help us. And then the U-Haul guy's like, yeah, you got to hook it up. And I was like, I have to hook it up. He's like, yeah, I can't do it unless you want to pay me. And I was like, like so I'm going to. Ho- no, I have to like pay him an extra hundred bucks through U-Haul. Ah, oh, God. So I'm like tying chains to the bottom of this car and he's just standing there like, 
I wouldn't do it that way. And I was like, I'm going to fucking smash your face. And like, just God. help me. Oh, God. And it's, it's, if you ever see one of those like on the highway, just scoot over. Yeah. Because it's just right. it's just nylon straps holding the wheels on, and then a chain with a piece of rubber. <laughs> and, if it, and if it's a U-Haul, it's a person who's never driven like this before. All right. True. So yeah, it was just it, it was surreal. So we did did the whole drive, and it took like sixteen hours. You went straight. And then through. we get to our yeah, uh, and then we get to our apartment in Columbus. And it's like 7 a.m. And we just have a truck full of stuff. And it was the same, like, reaction of seeing the U-Haul. It was like, I had to get all that shit up that small staircase. Oh, God. Did you have to have the uh, truck back at a certain time, too? So you had, like, otherwise you had to pay more? Yeah, the guy followed you and his... Uh in his little car and watched you take it up the stairs and said, I wouldn't do it that way. Nah, lift <laughs> with your legs, lift with your knees. You paid. followed me from New York. Should have paid for the you gotta yeah, pay for me to commit. go. You got to pay for me to leave. <laughs> no, it was so we just slowly started taking stuff up and we're like, should we call people we know? And we're like, it's 7 a.m. So just like... Like a fat, sweaty Tarzan. It's just me shouting nonsense at boxes as I roll them up the stairs. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's always more... You always have more shit than you think you do, right? Yeah. No, it got to the point where we moved everything up and we had like seven of these large boxes. Mm-hmm. And we both were so... We were like, okay, one, two, three, lift. Uh, nope, nope, just put it down. Too heavy. <laughs> so we're trying to like scratching our heads like well if you take it this way if we do that Ashley's like fuck it just roll it <laughs> so like, and I was like you got it so just just rolled these square boxes up the stairs and like halfway through the first one you just hear rattling people are coming out of their, and we're like, out of their doors eh like, fuck it something's broke so we just did that seven times and we got into the apartment we're like, how much of our shit is broken? How much was it? And actually, it just, <laughs> for whatever reason, there was a roll of pennies in one of those boxes, and that was it. Oh, wow. Not bad. <laughs> what so floor? nothing what floor actually broke. Ah, second floor. Okay. So it's not too far, but. Yeah, so that was, that was our moving. That was fun. Yeah. Remember our, uh, our road trip out here to begin with? Kind of like Casey's doing it in reverse this time. Yeah, pretty we, much. We all three came in a van, in a minivan from Minneapolis to New York 10 years ago, 11 years ago. Coming yeah. up on 12. How, right? No. Mm-hmm. 11? Coming up on 11 or coming up on 12? Coming up on 11, probably, because I've been here 12. I've been here longer than you. You're coming up on 13. Really? Yeah. I moved in 2004. Do the math. Yeah. We moved in definitely in 2005 because the White Sox won the World Series. Yeah. Yeah. Whoop, whoop. Suck it, Bill Murray. So that would be, it's 11 years right now, because it's 2007 to 16. And uh, what are we talking I, about? Yeah. But you're right. And I still, so you guys, just the two of you, I guess it just comes with a dec- being a decade older, because we three kings of Orion, but oh, um, <laughs> we... Uh, we we didn't have a U-Haul van even, right? We just had one minivan. Yeah. 
with all of our yeah, shit. Yeah, big conversion right? van. Yeah. So we had to have three spots for us to sit and then our shit. And you brought a bike, right? Deep, deep, deacon, deacon, uh, taken apart. Taken apart and, and arranged. Yeah. You had like a bike. Henning brought the least, the less, least amount of shit. You bought a bike and like a chest. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, I sold all my stuff and rebought it here, I guess. Yeah, you had a storage unit. Maybe you had maybe you had two boxes? I wouldn't have had a chest. I had a box, a cardboard box. I think it was a piratey looking yeah. chest. And if I if my memory serves me right. An old oak chest. <laughs> Where did that thing go? A lot of my stuff came in an ambulance van, guys. Pretty I'll cool, see. right? That's mm-hmm. uh were you solving mysteries on the way or what? <laughs> <laughs> With my dad and my uncle. <laughs> my BF Pete Pete Sati. Did you have give your, him a shout your out? Family friends, Va- uh, ambulance. Your, yeah, yeah, yeah. Owns they, the ambulance yep, company. Yep, he let us borrow a van, and um, they Dana, did the old low rental. Dana's car too. Dana's like minivan and an ambulance van. But what did we have? I had a lot stuff. of shit. We had. I felt like computers. I brought my entire childhood bedroom because <laughs> every time I moved, I was like, "Why do I have a box of?" Comic books. Like old posters. Yeah. I, I feel like I had a, far too many books that came along. Oh, God, yeah. But that being said, Megan, we've moved a few times, and I'm mm-hmm. always just like, the fuck is all this stuff coming from? There's no way you and I could move just the two of us with one minivan. I mean, let alone, well, we could. Let but... alone just one trip, one minivan, one trip. We'd have to do a lot of... We've moved, we moved just down the street from where we used to live, and we had four trips in a U-Haul. Yeah. And then walking shit over. Last time we moved, we oh just God. had to start... It was Skateboarded some shit over. We just had to start moving. We borrowed a, a hand truck from the creek in the cave, <laughs> and we mm-hmm. that's how close we moved from where we were, like a block and a half, and we just started hand trucking stuff over at like 6 a.m., and we did not finish moving mm-hmm. until... 8, 8, 8 p.m.? Yeah. Nons. Uh, I, moving, I guess, anywhere is the worst. But for whatever reason, in New York, I, I think I agree. Moving in New York is the worst because you don't generally get a nice parking spot that you can No, there's sit. no space. So you have to always be on guard about where your car is while you're moving. Or some mm-hmm. scumbag jumping in your truck to steal shit. And it's either snowing because yeah. it's the dead of winter or it's... August and yeah. it's five thousand degrees. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we're fat white single F, so we don't have money for up, uh, elevator <laughs> buildings or anything. Or moving no. crew. Remember when we moved five floor walkups? Remember when we moved from Manhattan to Long Island City, Case, and you came to help us? And out of spite, we moved our refrigerator. Oh Jesus, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> And then, of course, like, that was the only reason. Like, we left the fridge at our other apartment. It was just so the person who's our landlord who scumbagged us uh, didn't get a new didn't fridge. Didn't get our fridge. Because so you guys bought it. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we owned he's it. He's the it was landlord. Ours. The apartment came with the fridge. The fridge that came with the apartment broke. broke so we had to buy a new fridge. And that we were pissed off about keep. it because we were like, oh, yeah. We're not supposed to buy our own fridge. Fuck it. We'll do it. But we'll take it with us. I don't know how we did, like, God. <laughs> but, but that was a nightmare. <laughs> and in the time of having to just figure out how to get that fridge, we got a ticket on our car. So it ended up, our spike cost us money. 
That's a lesson to be learned, blue staters. Nope, still happy. Be with Trump. Everybody that voted for Trump didn't vote against Mexicans, women, uh, Muslims, uh, Goombas, Curries. Uh, curries. Uh, uh, Mongols. They only voted the anti-establishment vote. I didn't figure out a lot on Facebook, but I, one thing seems clear that Democrats really had a huge bubble around them. They weren't sure. paying any attention to the demographics. They didn't, and they didn't have. They do really well when we got Hopi Changey on our side. Yeah, and like anti-establishment, right? Sure, when things are going great, and your candidate is not taking that position of revolution and and change. Right then we don't, we don't win. Well, it goes, and, but, it goes back and forth between red and blue. Yeah, like boring policy nerd isn't as sexy as like, we're going to change everything. And I have to, I'm going to be the first to say it here. I think the entire election was swayed by the man to my right. Ooh. Ooh. Pointing at me. Bring it, I am. Thumb. Bringing up. The Hillary Clinton Trump debate about four or five episodes ago, letting us go off the rails and talk the dick ab- grab? talk about her history of dick tugs. I should fucking sell that to Donald Trump. I bet she's grabbed a few dicks in her day. Yank crank yankers. Yanked them. Cranked a few yanks. She had her own not in a nice way. Comedy Central show cranking dick grabber Republican decks. <laughs> no, but it's like <laughs> one. It like the act of if. He, I, I guess just the grabbing of a of a pussy mm-hmm. is bizarre, right? It's obviously wrong, but for some reason, grabbing a dick seems less wrong. Am I crazy about that? Oof. <laughs> that, that wasn't in the WikiLeaks. That was all over the media. Dick That's a Wiki Clinton. life. We brought it up too late, too close to the election. Her emails with oh, Yank, man. with memes of Yanks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so the obvi- real New York Yankee. <laughs> Not you got it. You just got her unelected four years from now. Is she done? <laughs> Does she ever yeah. get to run for president again? Nope. No, it's done, right? She wouldn't. What do you mean? Too much? She, she, I think yeah, she, she would I think if there was no, she a mila chance that she could win again, of course she'd run. She has put up with so much shit. And done so much work. I think, obviously, her ultimate goal was the presidency since she got together with Bill Clinton and they made mm-hmm. that pact. Yeah. Like, we are going to change this country together. And he became mm-hmm. president because that was possible for a man to become president and his demeanor and everything. But she certainly uh, swayed a lot of his policy and really managed his campaign in a way that I think got him in office. And then he fucked up. And I will say, maybe if all that shit didn't happen with him at the end of his second term, she does become president. But he... I don't think so. He, well... It wasn't his fault. It, I agree. I, 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 there, uh, there's so many reasons. Uh, it was not their fault. It was just, again, Henning, you're right, having your hand off the pulse being in this bubble. But I think it was fair to be in this Democratic bubble. Or this anti 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 establishment bubble because the things you heard him say, I think any uh what are we in the twenty first century? We are. 
22nd century? Uh, still the 21st now. We're in the tw- we're 20 f- 16 years So in. what was that bad religion song? 20, 20th century digital boy? What was it? That's an older song than that. 21st century? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Cover. The century we're in. <laughs> Whatever century this is. I got my, I hurt my, I hurt my head. I'm, I'm very. Numbies hurt me. Um, uh, th- when you hear the rhetoric he was speaking, I think it was just so out there and his history. Obviously he doesn't have a history of politics, but just his public history in yeah. general. You can't help but be in this bubble because you wouldn't think that anybody could right. possibly support that. How is anyone believing no. this? Or How a majority, I should say. Yeah. Why do we have to treat him seriously? He's such so obviously a joke. Right. And I still <laughs> believe I that. For year and like, a half. I was joking when I said before, like, anybody that voted for Trump, you don't have to defriend me on Facebook because I need to keep my friends. But... <laughs> um, <laughs> But what you do have to understand is that I'm not going to be compassionate towards you in the sense that I think your vote was an anti-establishment vote rather than a supporter, a, a support vote for the man that said these crazy uh, racist things. Because if your vote was an anti-establishment vote and you hate the establishment so much that you overlooked these other things, then ethically... Then, then you don't have the the strongest code of ethics, and I don't have to support no. you. No, well, it was easy. It's an easy vote. Like that's that was anti-establishment, but he's a mainstream candidate, right? Yeah, you didn't go vote for the Communist Party. You didn't go vote. I voted for, for the Socialist Party. <laughs> right. It was a, yeah. It was an anti-establishment vote in the most establishment possible way. So it's easy. It's just easy to do. I was gonna say. Well, uh, go ahead, Hen. Of of the two options that people were faced with, which was more anti-establishment, though. Yeah. People thought Trump. Right. Yeah. Because he's not a politician. Mm-hmm. That was it. Like, he is the first. This is pretty cool. He's the first. Not cool. <laughs> Sorry. Penny. He's interesting. Penny. He's shown his true it's fat white in- color. <laughs> that he's like the fat whites that wouldn't admit it in person, but went behind that curtain and checked the tea box. He T-boned yeah. us. You upper deck the vote, Hen. That's what he was doing four or five episodes ago, laying seeds. <laughs> we got a Russian spy over here. Machiavelli. Henning Kostyakovskinin. <laughs> he's, he's the worst president we've ever elected, obviously. But he's the You don't know one. that yet, Henning. <laughs> he's, he's the only one that's not been in politics ever. He hasn't been a... Or he hasn't been in a leadership role. As a, he hasn't been a lawyer or a, a a runner of any general or a general. Right. The last non-politician was uh, Ike Eisenhower. Eisenhower. What did he do for anybody? He gave that good speech when he left office. <laughs> Cheated on his wife. He couldn't even tie his shoes. I love that. People people really? people use such hyperbole when it comes to people of power that they don't know about, but what I always hear when I I hear about Eisenhower is he got so pampered since he was like they say when Eisenhower was elected, it was actually a step down for him because his his in terms um, of power. 
in terms of power. He be- saved the world. Like, yeah, of yeah, course it's a he step was, down. Now you got to do dumb bureaucratic shit. We don't know it because we didn't live then. But when he was referred to in the papers and everything, he wasn't referred to as General Eisenhower. He was referred to as General of the West Eisenhower. Jesus, like, so basically, like Napoleon. Exactly. So he kind of took this step down. But even since he was, he smoked four packs of cigarettes a day, by the way. Ooh. Think about that. Um, again, that's hy- hyperbole, but I, that's what I had read in the in the D-Day book. What's that, him? Another appetite suppressant if you're worried about your dollar boom. Ooh, smoking. Smoking. Does that count? Dollar yeah. menu. Does that count? Dollar Lucy's. <laughs> one dollar. <laughs> I'm going to spend one dollar on one loose cigarette one day. Or as Ashley used to have to do at this bodega in our neighborhood, <laughs> she hated it. She would, The guy would make her ask for candy. Can I get four candies? Because she would buy loose cigarettes? Yeah, he wouldn't she he wouldn't respond to Lucy's. He was like, they are candies. So oh, you have to God. like ask Yikes. for candies. What's Ashley doing buying loose cigarettes? She got a drug mm-hmm. problem? Uh dollar boom. Oh yeah. Uh what was I where was I? Eisenhower. Eisenhower. Oh the 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 story goes Stephen that Mayer. he since he even became this general and certainly after he did basically uh, command the operation that saved the world. Um, he was so pampered. Depending on your point of view. Point of view. Maybe if you support Trump and the Nazis, he ruined it for you. But um, he he couldn't tie his shoes. He didn't know how to make a phone call. He couldn't button his own shirt because he had been pampered so long. Like he didn't. He forgot how to do it all. What? That's what I, I've heard that more than once. Oh, my God. He's the Sun King. I did. Mm-hmm. Did you guys watch? I was on Facebook, uh, admittedly, too. It's not. I Again, I'm saying hyperbole that I didn't sleep. I slept poorly because I was tossing and turning. But um, I, was actually, I was watching the uh, uh, mainstream news, too. I had that on. I think I was watching mm-hmm. ABC. What, what's Lester Holt on? NBC. I was watching NBC, and their faces really turned. Tom Brokaw was on, and like Tom Brokaw's uh, for whatever you think about uh, people in the media or whatever. I always think yeah. he's a he's a pretty smart guy, especially now that he's older and he doesn't have to. Yeah, he doesn't have to dick tug to get position or anything like that. Uh, like the shift, and then they brought this guy on. I forget who he's the White House correspondent for NBC. He came on they brought him on his hair on one side was like sticking up <laughs> and he was like the one who said it was like it is like no no donald trump is going to be president and you don't understand what that means young he's supported guy, by right? russia and what's that young guy he's a younger guy yeah i yeah. saw that he was, he was a str- mess yeah he was a mess but then they went to doris kearns goodwin often oh, and she's so yes. goddamn smart and she was bringing in the presidential history mm-hmm. but even her who Obviously. she is such such a good She's so composed in front of a camera, and she's just yeah. got that wealth of knowledge and insider knowledge and everything. Even she was just like, I don't know what the fuck is – she kept talking about Warren G. Harding. And I was just like, oh, my oh, God, shit. are we back to Warren G. Harding? Shrimping it. Yeah. But she was having trouble. Like She was like, it's obviously unprecedented. But she was starting to come a little – because it was just – it's just hard to – it's well, just, she's got that wealth of historical knowledge, right. and she can't fall back on any sort of anecdote like 
Andrew Jackson, maybe. Because it's popular. I'm not even Andrew Jackson. Why do you say that? Because he, like, stood for something. He was a right. general. Like, he fought the British. Like, sure. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I agree. There was that concept of uh, relating this populism to that populism, yeah. the different with this populism. And I will, this is a reminder to... I guess you're right. It's a little similar. It's a little bit, but if you think about populism, this is a guy who won the election without the popular vote. Like, if there's anything that uh, Muslims and um, African Americans and Hispanic Americans and everyone that he's uh, denigrated throughout this election, women, if they're uh, fat whites, only one F, economically, Mm -hmm. poor people... If there's anything that you can uh, be somewhat comforted by or just please remember is that the more people than not actual citizens voted to support you than Trump. Yeah. Because Hillary did win the popular vote. Like I hope that is one tiny reminder that at least only by – I think it was like 200,000 do think – uh, logically and yeah. non uh, uh, what would you say phobically in any arena you know mm-hmm. well so. I was talking about it yesterday you have to think about like any public person especially like a, a politician you have that persona your stage persona oh he yeah and and up to this point, that's all he has been mm-hmm. because it's short bursts. He gives yeah. a speech for 20 minutes. He turns it on like that's not a sustainable persona. Right. For four years of like dealing with real shit, real powerful people globally. That's what's weird. Like what's well, like everybody's like, oh, him, he and Putin are best friends. Putin loves that. He's fucking president. No doubt about it. Putin is the shrewdest bureaucrat in a hundred years. Trump being elected has created what I will call, uh, because I've heard vacuum, but let's call it an intellectual vacuum or a strategy vacuum. Because Trump hasn't been in that arena, now all these people can move their chess pieces a little more freely because because he's not a worthy opponent. I hope I'm wrong, but uh, Clinton, who I think had her... You do have a half pipe in your backyard, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. I live in the Foot Clan lair. <laughs> oh, nice. Regular or menthol? <laughs> Sam Rockwell's passing out cigarettes and nice. pop rocks. Nice. Uh, God, I love that scene. I, I wanted so desperately to live in that world. Um, what was I going to say? I was saying... Chess pieces. Chess free pieces. Free to move. Free to move. Mm-hmm. Oh, because in the debates, I think Clinton had her best if you want to call it a zinger because it's a little more serious, she was talking about Trump did go meet with the president of Mexico. I forget his name. Felix? I forget his name. Um, (laughs) uh, He met with her, him, and up until he had that meeting, he was talking about building the wall and they're going to pay for it Mm -hmm. and this. And she was like, he met with the president of Mexico and he chickened out. He didn't bring any of it up. So it's like, He's got this big bravado, but when he comes face to face with, I think people at least people that have been in power for a while and yeah. have that stare, like fucking Putin. You imagine what it's going to be like being in a room with 
Putin? Well, he's had to put on like that character. He's been this character in the media, which he's used to being like on The mm-hmm. Apprentice or whatever. Like that's that's his like TV character. And like and he's a New York businessman. And I don't mean right. to say like, that he's not that person like he is that person. But the character mm-hmm. we've all seen for the last few months is absolutely like a, this TV character. Yeah. Yeah. Having to put on a show. That, like for like when you're dealing with like life and death decisions for yourself and other people, it's hard to maintain that. Oh, you're fired. I don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. Grab yeah. it by the pussy. Like you, he, it's just you'll lose your mind. He took a stance rather than like put, putting forward any real policy. He just kept it simple. Kept it mm-hmm. to mottos, simple mottos. Yeah. And. Uh, because now he can pivot to whatever it was about he wants. Posturing yeah, in his character, now, now, and now like we'll I can't, st- I yeah. can't stand looking at uh, at least the fat whites of our age, and they're probably single fat uh, mm-hmm. that are, were at his rallies, because all I see is the entire high school basketball team when I was in high school, like these guys yes. that only vote for him because he has. Uh, he's a winner. He's a winner. Exactly. He has that. Like, I'm not going to vote for some. Or some she's broad. not. He's yeah. He's not a female. That's. I mean, you I think, think a lot of it boils down chick? to that. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> I think I was like blind to that. I feel like you know because I, I mean, I didn't grow up in South Dakota. You guys, you know, you grew up in the Midwest, and I didn't. But, but even still, like, I feel like I. How am I so shocked? I mean, I guess you just kind of suppress. <laughs> Living in New York City, you don't think that the rest mm-hmm. of the country thinks so off of what you know you think of here, or you know. Well, I think Henning—that's uh, a great coin—is that democratic bubble. We're a bubble within a bubble. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, so insulated. Oh yeah. my God! Yeah, like like I said, when you walk around, it's it's palatable. The the. Not not necessarily the tension. Although when I walked in uh, to work the next day, I work with a lot of Spanish guys, uh, Hispanic mm-hmm. guys, and it was a it's a different feeling than when I've been around other people. Like there was like a sickness I felt. Like I felt like yeah. like just like they they had trouble talking about it with me because it's so there's a different intimacy of the situation with them and their families and the danger it poses. And then I can talk about how upset I am, but it is, there's a divide where they're like, yeah, but you, we don't know what's going to happen, but they're not sending you back to Germany. You're quote unquote safe. Yeah. Yeah, Right. (laughs) Right. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Same. I did the same thing at work. I asked some people who I work with who are not fat whites Mm -hmm. Uh, you know what does this mean for you what does this mean for your family like what are you thinking what are your thoughts are you scared you know because obviously I don't know you know I don't know how you feel and I genuinely wanted to know how they felt I we had people I mean I worked at 530 the next morning Um, oh god and like people were coming in mostly women but like uh, people were crying like at the desk checking in for this class like people were crying it was crazy well, and to I, wake up to that, that's kind of what happened to us. Like, it was Ashley's birthday, so we were out, mm, like, right. ha- having birthday. drinks, and we started, to, we started to see the tide turn, and we're like, let's just go home, go to sleep, you have to work tomorrow. Yeah. So we or, went to sleep, and then 
she got up and went to work and then called me from the car and was like, hey, uh, just heard on the radio Donald Trump won. And I was like, oh, I guess it's time to get up. <laughs> so just like waking up to that, like if you spend all night, like like if you're getting up at 530 in the morning to go to Soul Cycle, you're probably in bed by 9, 930. Yeah, or were you not because you? And stayed the election up to watch. was like a toss-up at that yeah. point, you know. Yeah, exactly. Or you stayed up and you didn't get sleep and whatever. Yeah. Whatever privilege they like, go to Soul Cycle, please give me a break. Fat whites, fat, <laughs> double fat F whites. fucking whites, can afford to go to. Doesn't Trump's fat white son go to Soul Cycle? No, his his son's Soul Cycle comes to him. His son, <laughs> his son's wife comes to my Soul Cycle. Are we supposed to be saying Soul Cycle? They're new sponsors, baby. Yeah, right. If they want me not to bleep it out. <laughs> not going to happen. It'll happen. Owned by Equinox, not going to happen. I, I have to imagine uh, Mitchell Larry uh, has lost his mind. I, I can't wait to talk to him about it, but no? No, not, I can't wait to intense. get him in. Mitchell Larry? Uh, um, Mitch, I guess Mitch. Mitch Rose. I haven't seen him, I haven't seen him yeah, since the... I was wondering the, who that was, too. Election, but he's he's pretty, pretty dog dog eared about the Indians. Oh, I bet the baseball team. Baseball team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's clarify. That was a great game. No, no, no. I don't know if you watched that game. <laughs> the Native Americans. I said if the Indians win, I was supporting the Indians, but they, if they won, they have to change their name to the Prairie. No. <laughs> 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 I don't know where that's going. <laughs> no. Uh, Jesse's nickname in high school? Exactly. I, it's so dumb. But I, don't, don't you... Th- All right. Yes. I was, gonna, I was just about to... I was about to be an Indian apologist. And that... Those two words together sound bad. Uh, Tim Curry Indian or... No, no. Uh, uh, Native Americans. Don't you think that they need to... I was going to say, if anything, change their logo from big red-nosed Indian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or am I wrong? Isn't that sure. offensive? Like, bright, cherry, Trump, state, red, yeah. well, Native American. It's I agree. List after, it's next on the list after Washington. Redskins. Of course. That's crazy, right? Yes, that the fact yes. that that's still yes. around and you can defend that. How can you? De- yeah, it doesn't make any sense. The only reason they defend it is because it's too much work to say a different name. <laughs> we got to name them something else. Call them the Monuments. It's a good name. That's not a bad name. No, Washington, Washington Mon- Monuments. Is there already a team named that? Don't they play like the Globetrotters? Sound- yes. No. That's what is that? The Generals. <laughs> oh yeah. Senators. Um. Uh, because we talked about way, way early on, maybe we went back, we talked about, uh, Casey, you and I, the high school we went to, had what's called a Kai Parade, and we yeah. talked about it, and it's <laughs> it's it's fat white, it's a, an appropriation of a, of a culture, um, it's even more, what's it, it's not appropriation, it's, maybe it is, but it's a whole made up hmm, right. yeah. segment of a culture. So that seems almost even worse. Um, yeah, appropriating but, the the t- flavor of a culture, flavor and, and, appropriation, and <laughs> it is like filling in the details with your own nonsense. Right. Well, and how long has that been going on, Casey? Two hundred years. 
Oh, the. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't Since know. Westward expansion. So I don't know the fifties. Go west, my son. Since the fifties, so sixty-six years, and they just now mm-hmm. this year. I'm gonna say because of the podcast, mm-hmm. have canceled the kayak parade. Now it's going to be. And thank you to Allison for f- f- researching that and finding out. Um, it's now going to be medieval. Did, Ooh. You, did you know that? So it's all going to be... Flavor appropriation of the medieval times, huh? Who does that offend? The Greeks? No. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> the Greeks are always That's offended. It's it's, who's medieval? Europeans, I guess. Charlemagne? That's medieval. So who would that offend? No one. Nobody. Celts and Germanic peoples? So it's offensive to the Irish. It's offensive to us. Oh, wow. If we wanted to make a thing out of it, I guess it would be... It's offensive to fat whites. Oh, my God. consistent. <laughs> All right. Henning was born there. He has more claim to it. Are you pissed off, Henning? <laughs> About the approach. That's so far, and I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> Henning says I, I no. Don't have any he says cool ancestors. to Trump and no to that. Somebody... Thumbs up to Trump, thumbs down to that. So somebody is... Medieval times, the... Park? What is that? I've never Ooh. been the restaurant. A phenomenon. There's. Have the you been, Casey, right to medieval times? Where they dress up? No. There's a place in Boston. I don't know if it still exists. Called Medieval Manor. Lame. Ooh. Where you go and sit and have food, and they entertain you. Feasts. I think that's the same, right, as medieval times. It like jesters like, and shit. No, it's not as. I don't think it's like a big arena. I've been there. Why don't I remember? Um. Yeah, actually, Harry worked there. Harry was like a jester, a juggler. Your friend Harry? Yeah. And I barely remember. No, it was just like tables and they entertain you. It wasn't like, um, you know, um, knights fighting on horse, horseback. Is, Is it like Game of Thronesy murder mystery where the, the king dies and you have to find out? I don't remember. It was so long ago. Um, but the real medieval times, people talk about it like they have a good time, but... <laughs> <laughs> We got a. You live on a tarmac. Did you get a deal next to an airport? Yeah, I live in the Starbucks of the airport. (laughs) (laughs) Mocha Chino coming up. (laughs) Keep it down. We uh, what was I at? Oh, but the real medieval times sounds like the one of those shitty restaurants that, for whatever reason, people seem to have a good time, but sounds like a nightmare to me. Where they yell at you. So, like, if you're like, may I have a fork? They're like, eat with your hands, peasant. <laughs> and one more Diet Coke. <laughs> and we laugh and Drink laugh. the mud, peasant. I, they do that. So that's stupid. Staying in character. Is it? Oh, that be, I, I like think it. so. Don't you? If you're an actor and looking for work and need to pay the bills. <laughs> Actors party. I think Renaissance here. fairs are tougher. Oh, yeah. On you as an attendee? Or you as an actor? Yeah. <laughs> I Both, don't know. I think. It's not for me. <laughs> I ate at a at a restaurant called Ninja years back, like eight years oh, ago. Oh, yes. I was I just going to ask that? you about it's that. Still he- it still Do exists it. here. Am- oh, it's still around? I'm, st- I'm pretty sure it's still around, yeah. I know of one. It's a Japanese home cooking. Uh, or is it sushi? What's, what's Japanese home cooking? Uh, the Japanese cuisine that's not sushi that Spicy. I know is like stew and potatoes with uh, a <laughs> Japanese stew 
You love a good stew. stew. Is that what you have every day, Hans? Do you have any home cooking? (laughs) I have stew, that's for sure. I might be on the dollar boom. Stew and fish and... uh, yeah, a lot of stews. Like any uh, anyone's home cooking, I guess. What your what your Japanese mom used to cook you. All right. GD parade, Henning. I know. Somebody doesn't like the Japanese. Whew. No, but ninjas literal like people dressed as ninjas jump out at you, correct? Oh, so all ninjas That's have to be from Japan. Okay, that is not the restaurant I was thinking of. Not American ninjas. <laughs> Ninja moms. I feel like I got Mike Pence on one side, D Trump on the other. I was trying to get you back on track. Talking about ninja. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. It's just jokes. Terrible. Uh, terrible <laughs> jokes. Um, ninja is, uh, I guess, portions of it. I wish this was Japanese home cooking because it's, it's crazy. You go into this restaurant. It's down in, uh, I'm going to say it's Tribeca we- or something? Yeah, exactly. Maybe West Village, but I think it's Tribeca. And you go in and... They, they, you make a reservation. They take your name and they say, "Would you like us to take to you to the table, or would you like to risk it through the the caverns, like go, the what? super secret ninja way?" Yeah, and they, and I'm like, "Of course, we want to go through the caverns." And you start walking through like this cave. Is a cavern like a cave like tunnel? Okay. Yeah. yeah, right. You start walking through this pitch black tunnel, and yeah, a ninja drops out in front of you and. Scatter, scatter, rat scurries away. What the hell was that? <laughs> Scatters caltrops, and you're stepping over him. Yeah. And uh, so you make it to an elevator, which this was crazy. <laughs> you get in this elevator, and you press the button. You only have to go, because it's, it's down one floor, so you're going down. You press the button to go one floor, and then the doors close, and yeah, a ninja falls because he's been on the goddamn ceiling behind you. And freaks you out. He's waiting on the ceiling He's of the just elevator. Waiting. He drops down, or maybe there's just a ladder, but you don't notice him. And you go down, he drops out, the doors open, and he scurries away. And then a ninja takes, different ninja, follow me. You go to your table. Ninja Mater D. Ninja Mater D. Ninja D. And you go to your table, and then we did, I think there was a Japanese stew. And um, thank you. You do like. Uh, <laughs> You do, oh, you know, it was shitty. So we did a tasting menu, so they bring you out course. I think it was five or six courses. Some of the best sushi I've ever had, but uh, each course is presented to you by a ninja in a crazy way. Like the dishes are, like the food wasn't necessarily tasty, but the presentation, like the one I can... doesn't have to be. The one I can think of was yeah. he... God, how did he do it? Smoke bomb, and then your nose <laughs> underneath. Basically, somehow he had a katana. <laughs> he hit something. It flew something up, and it hit our table and ignited these little fuses. That the fuse went down to these little. I think they were shelled out grapefruits, some kind of fruit, citrus fruit. Yeah. The fuse goes burns down to the citrus fruit. And it blows the top off, and then like steam comes out, and that's your salad. You made this that Pee-wee up. Herman's I did not. Ninja restaurant. <laughs> so <laughs> the ninjas just come out and do this crazy shit. And the worst part of it is non-ninja, non-affiliated. Don't know how he snuck in past the ninjas. They got a dirty magician that comes out and tries to solicit 
money from you for your trick for his tricks. Was he dressed as a ninja? No, he was dressed in a vest with khaki pants. He beguiled those poor ninjas with his magic. Yeah. So and just card tricks. Speaking of I I had started out talking about this movie we were gonna talk about. That was Ninja. Well, how'd we get on Ninja? Oh, Medieval Times. But the ninjas didn't yell at us. Okay. All right. Because they're silent. Silent Silent and deadly. Oh, I think they talked like, I dropped my spoon. (laughs) Get me a spoon, Ninja. I want to be in that locker room. (laughs) Just all of these out-of-work actors that are like, ugh, again? (laughs) You're on katana duty, chat. (laughs) Yeah, but that was a crazy Kaitana trick. Maybe it was, maybe that was in my dreams. I don't know. Maybe they're not they, shipping in maybe they from just, Japan. Maybe just they just threw the trays down and said, "Here's your slap," <laughs> <laughs> like Doris, lunch lady Doris, just um, a fat lunch lady dressed as a ninja. Uh, Meg and I watched this movie. It's oh, it's I, that's why I was thinking of because I was like, "Can you we watch a movie that's more unsettling than Holy Hell?" The answer is. Holy hell, yes. And <laughs> that was a Megan's line. Remind me to remember that. Um, Holy hell, yes. We watched this movie called Pervert Park. Mm. Have you oh heard God. of it? Have you seen Sounds it? Sounds great already. And it's so, a documentary? Mm-hmm. It's a documentary. And I will preface it by saying I don't think there could be a harder job for a documentarian than to make a documentary and I correct me if I'm wrong Meg is the purpose was to uh, to create within your audience empathy for sexual predators sexual offenders pedophiles all pedophiles right yeah for pedophiles that was the goal and And it worked we're we're gonna go out and ped tonight (laughs) Hang out in a park. <laughs> At least we have a park to go to. Um, so, are you out here, Hambubger? <laughs> there, there's a park in Florida that exists for caters exclusively to mm-hmm. caters exclusively to <laughs> what sexual predators? <laughs> a predator. I don't know the word. Do they so, prey on each other like Jurassic Park? No, it's the these Jurassic guys, World for predators. These guys the are. That's a different guys, documentary. These guys have been convicted, served their time, and now they're out. Oh. Their families have rejected them. Uh, you know all this stuff. The title and so the, calls them perverts, but the title calls you're them perverts. More but, serious than that, right? The yes. park exists because these guys need a place to go to try and rehab. So if they go there, they can live within this park. They can go to meetings that are held every day for like rehabilitation and to talk about what they did and understand why they did it. And and then you hear all these stories from these people first about their childhood. And would you say that all of them I had been molested? I would say every single one of them was, yeah, molested. Except for that Sexually one guy who was just really into it. Yeah. No, but like, like, truly, that's what you slowly find out. That they've all that been every abused. single person has been molested, and, abused as a child, and you go, "Fuck, damn!" Like, what a way to grow up. And then you hear about what they did, and you go, "Well, don't feel bad you. for you so much anymore." <laughs> yeah, I know exactly. No, but uh, do they live in like tents? Is it like a pervy tent city? <laughs> oh, trailer <laughs> it's park! A, it's a trailer park. 
<laughs> I wish it was uh, a worse in Florida, of course, like on the western coast. Um, I will say this, and I was calling it not so enough hurricanes. As as people were presented in the documentary, they were presented as more and more clean cut looking. And every time uh-huh. they showed a cleaner, cuttier person, I told Meg, I said, this one's going to be real bad. And it was. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. sure, first they show the guy with the Boston Red Sox yeah. hat on sideways, missing a tooth. And that guy, like, kind of seems to get his shit together. And his offense was, like, he jerked off in front of his 15-year-old stepdaughter. <laughs> that's not funny. It's <laughs> funny. and Obviously, that's not funny. In the, um, ugh. But uh, then you see the next guy, and he's he looks like uh-huh. uh, he looks like he has a Make America Great Again hat on. But then he, of course, he does. His offense was much much worse. I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to say it. But like he raped someone in Mexico, very very young, mm. and then it, so so young. Yeah, he raped a five year old girl in Mexico. Yeah. Ugh. And it just shows him button up shirt. He's working. Everybody has a fish tank. Every single mm. person has tropical fish. I don't know why. <laughs> Red alert. So, so the full so on reef tank. So obviously, no, <laughs> no, no. And they all the tanks look pretty scummy. So can you imagine a trailer park where every trailer has at least one or multiple? tropical fish oily tanks. bullheads in there so the smell of fish tanks like that's what Dahmer always got away with up until he got caught was like what's that smell jeffrey's like we oh, gotta clean my fish died my fish tank like Ew. so imagine the smell of pervert park <laughs> why do we uh but there is a sign out front that says like adult community beware <laughs> it says adult community and then danger one- ahead so people just drive through and yell pervert, and then some guy has to go around and be like, is that your friend? Tommy, is that your friend? Tell him he's not welcome here. Use that kind of language. And then you see them at like their meeting. And wouldn't you say that the guy that the, the – uh, this is joy work. You all have to watch this, by the way. Did I mention <laughs> yeah. that? <laughs> this is – I, I assumed. For some reason – it's on Amazon, by the way, you, uh, Prime. Uh, yeah, for okay. some reason, uh, the guy leading the meetings is very unsettling. Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Long, golden Jerry curl, a little oh, bloaty. Um, Un- unkempt is the very word. Very unkempt and very understanding, but yet we don't get his story. <laughs> and it's he's probably got one. But uh, Yeah. Yeah. Pervert Park. I don't see, at least with Holy Hell, you had Spasquitos and all these things to lead up to it. And this one, you just... Just the hint of Spasquitos in Pervert Park. Ooh, no Spasquitos allowed. It's interesting. It's interesting. interesting. Once that camera leaves... It's like beach balls come out. It's like Golden Girls, but it's pedophiles. Yeah. Goldie files. It's just... uh, Goldie files. Sex files. Oh. (laughs) No? <laughs> Files with a pH. <laughs> Fat files. Nothing, nothing good or redeeming really to say about that situation, except just just a a fucked up loop that has to stop. Just like I guess, kind of like Catholic priests 
were probably part of that system when they were in altar boys and they they got right. Well, it's pedophile. funny you say the loop because then there's that one woman who's there's molested a woman, yeah. by her father, whatever, does something terrible, and then. Molested. Like, she had sex with her father until she was like 35. And then somehow meets somebody Jesus. else and in her recovery of everything, I guess you could call it, like ends up getting told by some guy who she feels very close with. She met a guy online. She meets a guy and he ends up, he's got issues too because he ends up issues. saying to her like, okay, what is happening? I don't know. Eddie, uh, Casey, you live in no, a... You live in uh, you live the in the, the zone. You live in the fourth precinct. Are you in lockup right now? Yeah, I'm working on my Jerry curl. <laughs> Go ahead, man. No, so there's the loop, you know, like you're saying, like an endless loop, because she ends up. Long story short, she ends up molesting her own son. Oh Jesus! So it's like it's gonna keep continuing. You know, unless this kid gets. The, serious, serious. The guy she the, chose to have the son with was also fucked up. In no, no, she had the son pre. She meets a guy online, and the guy's like, "You know what? I'll take care I'll of pay, you or something. I'll, if, I'll pay your bills if you have sex with your son on camera." And, uh, yeah, it's so fucked up. <laughs> yeah, it got hot there, right? I was gonna say we keep acknowledging, and this. she does. Hey, spoilers! Just saying. Well, this doesn't have a happy ending. It does. <laughs> they all, they all, they all moved to Columbus. Florida Ohio. falls into the ocean. <laughs> they all moved to the moved to your third floor, <laughs> pervert floor. <laughs> it's like a sequel. Um, oh, God. I think we're all going to acknowledge, like, um, obviously, Casey, you're coming in remote, and we're hearing yeah. no- noise from your end, but the way. Uh, maybe inside baseball. The way we're going to edit it, I think we're all going to be reacting to no noise at all, right? Possibly. That's oh a possibility. yeah. We can. Yeah, most hear, likely. Yeah. It's right, because you're giving us that track. So. And yet you can. The noise isn't picking here. up on the mic. It's as if we don't live in New York City. I know we swapped. And it's like a time. We don't hear the, d- the dogs or any, anything. Hmm. Crazy. Sleeping. No one stood up and Sleeping. moved too suddenly. <laughs> and by no one, we mean you. We got into my pain pills. <laughs> Barebacking it. What do you think? Uh, Ooh. Give me that hot rod god folder. Can't end on a on a downer, pervert park. I don't even know why I brought it up. Should hmm. Okay, like like the endless pervert loop. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Ooh, Take it away. Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to <laughs> bring New it segment. Back. Bring it back to yep. to Trump and make everyone yeah. feel better here. Uh, just how do you how do you d- disrupt? How this, do you feel about perverts? <laughs> we should relegate Trump to Pervert Park. Isn't wouldn't that be like the ultimate happy ending of this week? Just, it yeah. almost almost like a um, like a. Uh, uh, what is that it's like show? an episode of Black Mirror where he's just like talking to these nice guys and then right. all of a sudden it, the twist, the third act twist is he's like, they're all perverts. <laughs> That's what I was, I couldn't think of the name of it. You love that show. We, Twilight Zone. But Black oh, Mirror, Twilight yeah. Zone. Yeah, of course. Um, on that, uh, first finish your, your glorification of, of pedophiles. <laughs> I just wanted to theorize on how do you, how do you break this cycle of do you do you talk to him more 
I think stop molesting children. That's how you break it. <laughs> you I just think wait it's... till they all die, but they're gonna, you know, they're setting off the next generation of mm. pedophi- pedophiles in the meantime. Do you think it's gonna be broken with gene therapy? Because there's an actual synapse in the brain that goes right to the touchy spot. Well, I think that's the point of Pervert Park is to they all live in this one community together and they go to these meetings and what not to try and rehabilitate themselves. Casey, don't you see I mean, us? Are, per- are perverts all Webster fans as well? Don't you see us accidentally walking through that park? The same reason we walked oh, into Jesus, that club yeah. when we, to bring it back, first moved to New York. To the, when, oh, what's he going to say? Like, we can end on, like, how we got welcome to New Jersey. Uh, I had something to say. I have one story, and then we'll, we can end on that because it'll bring it around. I read a story in the news, but it was like the... New York Post, but you'll appreciate this. Two, <laughs> two. This was in Florida. Two uh-huh. guys, like regular cat burglars, broke into a uh, a house in Florida, and yeah. they broke into the wrong house because they broke into a convicted sex offender's house, who was this beefy bodybuilder. Gay guy? Oh, good lord. And he basically, Ren and Stimpy style, grabbed them by the neck, held them hostage. Like, he got arrested for kidnapping, held these uh-huh. guys hostage, and sodomized them for almost for almost an entire week. Oh, my God. <laughs> the And you see these guys, they're like the stringiest, beaniest, like, make America great again, Tallahassee, Florida. Uh, Old Dew Teeth. Trailer robbers. Yeah, Mountain Dew Teethers. And then you see this guy, and they show his, like, bodybuilding pictures, and he's jacked, and he's got a bright pink Spisquito on, neck tattoos. So it's like the the anti-day maker. Yeah. (laughs) He gave them... Welcome home, boys! Can't you see that? These guys, like, looking around, and then... They just feel this shadow coming over their backs, you know, and th- like it's but- because we talked about Home Alone. I just pictured Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern. Exactly. No, that's what these guys looked like. You should. I'll put. I guess I'll find the story and I'll put it on the blog. But um, Jesus, you see Christ. these guys and they are like bumbling with like fingerless gloves and <laughs> and I can just picture them looking around as they're trying to take stuff and they see some like. What are they, like these Polaroids? Like they're slowly getting the picture. Like where are we? <laughs> they smell. There's a, nothing of value here. They smell a fish tank. <laughs> <laughs> so, the reason we would end up in this, well, we wouldn't break into this guy's house, but the reason we could end up in Pervert Park because it doesn't say Pervert Park across the entrance. It says Adults Only Community. Is when we were moving to New York, the second night we almost made it into the city, but instead we made it. We're like, we'll wait one more night. We can get a shitty motel because we were in Pennsylvania, like right on the outskirts of what, New Jersey? Yeah. And we check into this shitty motel and we look across and we're like, oh, there's like a, a bizarre nightclub. It wasn't a motel right next to the highway, right? They shared a parking lot. It was like eight feet across. Yeah. And so do you, I don't remember the name of it, but it was... I wouldn't say it. It was like a strip club. I don't even know if there was a name. I don't We think just wanted so. to get a drink. We wanted a drink. And did we know it was a strip club? 
No, I don't because it didn't really have any, as I recall, any like signage that would. I'm it sure it looked you like a know. bar. It, okay, all it said was twenty five and over only, and we weren't twenty five. Yeah, but we so wanted to get in there. <laughs> but but remember us going like, what a silly that sign says we can't. Let's go. Don't those guys know it's twenty one and over, not twenty five? Yeah. So we Curiosity walk in and peak. it's like a a hotel lobby, like there's a big carpet and like big. a really ornate light. And then there was yep. like a podium with a book on it with names written down. Yeah. And we're like, oh, no one's here. Let's keep going. Let's keep walking. So we walk <laughs> past the podium. We take a right. And we literally walk into a, a closed bada bing, if you get the mm-hmm. Sopranos reference. Yeah. And when I say closed, yes. I mean closed for a private meeting. Because we walk into this room... <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe this reaction. I can't Men be- smoking at tables in that blue stripper's light. There weren't yeah. strippers there. No. But how quickly we walk in and everybody turned and they were all like, uh, is this in my head? Were they not all stereotypical mafia looking guys? Yeah. You got no a, doubt. You got and a record at, scratch? As quickly as their heads Big turned. Big record scratch. <laughs> We all pivoted on our heels, like like the Three Stooges in unison. Went, Whoop, we gotta go. But we didn't say they didn't say anything. They turned at us. Did we have a moment of eye contact? I feel like so. I immediately went um, translucent and just looked through everything, yeah. including my own soul. Like, and we all just turned, and without a word from them or us, we didn't run. We just said. Uh-huh. We just walked. Walked away <laughs> directly across to our hotel door, which was locked the exactly door, parallel. Shut the lights off. <laughs> but do you not remember looking out the window and seeing them yes. walk? So these Three guys, or four guys walk out. And looked at our van, which had Minnesota plates probably. Mm. Yep. It yeah, didn't that have was New the York rental, plates probably. or anything. But I guess they just like concluded because they didn't knock on the door or anything. <laughs> oh my god! They just had to have concluded that we're idiots, which we are. Rubes, yeah, which we were. classic rube. That was on our license plate, rube. Because they must have looked in the van, saw all our dumb shit, analyzed us, saw that we went directly. We did not go far. We just went into our hotel and shut the lights off and weren't moving. So they were just like. Idiots, I guess, because if we were like cops or surveillance or anything, I guess we wouldn't have walked in the front door exactly, <laughs> and then just walked out. But how? Oh God, I'm glad we didn't. We... I'm glad we didn't say anything. Like just like yeah. to even ease it. Like whoops, sorry, thought you were open because that would have opened a window of response, a verbal response. Right? Oh yeah, no response. Didn't needed. need that. Yeah. They didn't want that either. No. Maybe they did. That's, what's, in that's your van? what's good about it. Yeah. Yeah, we would have gotten shaken down for Henning's lovely chest. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he got the balloons in that thing. So that's why I say we would probably end up, hey, uh, isn't there a shortcut through this uh, park? Adults only? We's adults. Let's go in. Uh, we, we, got, we got an Airbnb at this nice trailer. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
That's funny. I wonder if they Airbnb. And then the ivy's hanging over the sign so we don't see it. So we drive in and then it falls. <laughs> and then you see Pervert Park. Lightning. It's under vines. Clue. Straight into Clue. That's our second horror movie after Clowns in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Pervert. A Night in Pervert Park. Haunted. Yeah. Pervert. Fervor. Pervert. I don't know. Fervored. Pervert. <laughs> new kevin james oh yeah there yeah. is a new kevin james out can't wait it's <laughs> pumping him out speaking of pumps, paul blart gas gas station i was talking to meg we, we watched paul blart in the theater and i can't <laughs> figure out why the first one yes gin i we blame went gin to the theater to go see that movie on purpose we didn't sneak in we paid we money we paid to see it <laughs> We went there. Also, I saw the mission. Love Gulu. Did you? Were you with us? Gulu? Did, were you I saw say the Gulu? Love Gulu. I saw the love. No. I saw the Love Guru with Justy. <laughs> like oh, we took an afternoon to go see the Love Guru. Like what's happening? I don't. I don't know that. All these memories are flooding the back, decline. and they're all of bad movies. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we got a. We, Henning's giving us the horse. <laughs> is, he, is he giving you the that's the hour? The out, that's the hour face? He's giving me a hard look like. Pointing at my wrist. Oh my God, it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> What's well, like you said before? You find yourself in Pervert Park. That's an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this it's, is a bit perverty parky. How do we wrap it up? We. I was trying to say something about breaking the cycle of silence, getting people to talk with each other after this election. You know, I want to talk. I want to break my own bubble. I want to talk to women how they're feeling and, and, and all the minorities that feel so scared right now. Mm-hmm. I also want to talk to fat, the fat whites out there. Double F. No, single F. Oh, talk to me, brother. <laughs> Whose whose minds we got so wrong? LGBT community. Yes, those guys too. Get on the mic if I'm you're gonna say mic. LGBT. Come on. Oh, Q. Man. What is Q, Mike? Uh, Why would Q stand for Mike? What does Q stand for? Uh, wasn't that? Uh, maybe it, they changed it. I thought wasn't it queer? Queer. Yeah. But but queer like queer theory. Stands for anything that's non-status quo. Correct. Yeah. It used so to how be the a generic term for all of the all of the LGB. But it's, but it's also a generic term for like funny pants, <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? It's because that's what I in all my literature courses we talked about used to be. queer used to be. theory. Yeah, not anymore. Queer theory encompasses LBGT, but it also encompasses. Um, what what's the a proper terminology for someone who was born that gender and still identifies as that gender? Cisgender. Right. But also encompasses cisgenders that, <laughs> if you say that like that, that sounds like anti-cisgender. <laughs> cisgenders. But that also encompasses cisgendered people that uh, don't agree with the establishment. So I feel like drop the cue because that uh, drop the cue because that 
um, uh, takes a bit of the uh, potency, mm. poignancy away from the LGBT community because you don't want Did some you? guy with funny shoes being like, I'm queer. <laughs> <laughs> We brought it back, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. You don't want that guy going to the same rallies and feeling like like he's got a right to, you know, to those scholarships, too. I'm queer, too. He's Get got funny to shoes. <laughs> These are one shoe's bigger than the other. I'm queer. You can't have that guy involved. <laughs> He isn't. <laughs> Nobody thinks the way you do. Stop it. What do you mean? <sighs> Drop the cue. So sounded like really, really Tom, Donald Trumpy in there. Drop Trump? the cue. All cues are losers. <laughs> cues should. Pro- a lot of cues probably voted for him. Behind that curtain. Let's be honest with how many. You can't. Pe- you you can't have Q without you. <laughs> And your shoes. New shirt. You can't have Q without funny shoe and without you in them. Thanks, Trump. <laughs> it's a bad shirt. So love each other, I guess. Be supportive oh, of total each other. Oh, total Q. <laughs> he is being really Q. <laughs> what a cool guy. And, uh, and talk to each other. Like, I, like I, I really want to do that. And... Uh, uh, don't a, don't yeah, get same, nervous. Don't same. get nervous. Just because I'm putting on these shoes right now well, you're wearing, doesn't mean you have to talk you know, about your safety pins. Look at me funny. Wearing your safety got, pins, right? Right. I saw that thing online yep. where you, you can wear a safety pin if you want to identify yourself as a safe person to talk to in, if anyone's running into a, a situation where they feel unsafe. Yep. Someone, some Islamophobe. Honey trap to me, baby. Is, uh, Oh yeah, is getting up on them, or or some some man makes them feel uncomfortable. In there's that's happening all over over the country, right? Mm-hmm. People are coming out of the woodworks and and uh, saying really heinous shit. Oh Just yeah. because they won. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like a quote unquote one. Fucking internet mm-hmm. comments coming to life Ugh. now, and and or is it a troll victory lap? I don't know. Yeah. I, I gave it's, it back ugly. to Dan Ooh, Rather. Ugly out. Dan Rather posted something about uh, bad presidents and decided to keep Warren G in that loop. So I gave it back to La- just. T- I agree with you, Rath, but I'd rather not have you bring Warren G Harding into it. He didn't respond. <laughs> <laughs> you maggoted him, huh? You your presidential maggoted him? Yeah, I maggoted him. Speaking of. Larry Storch, which we weren't speaking of. Can we acknowledge that Storch got back to me on your Facebook yeah. friends now? <laughs> What's that? Your Facebook friends Facebook now? buddies with Larry Storch, who apparently, he's 94, and he's hop, skipping, and jumping. He's taking selfies of himself life. with his morning bagel. Like every, I might have to stop following Storch because it's getting a little innocuous. <laughs> he's not cool enough for you. He's cool, but... Take it easy on your lunches, Larry. Maybe that's because it's about to be his last. I don't know. You meant monotonous? (laughs) (laughs) Storch. I agree. I agree with Henning. I just just fear that the biggest safety pin right now is being 
clipped on, on the fence outside Pervert Park. <laughs> Come on in. I didn't know I didn't hear the safety pin thing. I'll wear a safety pin, but the problem with that is if, if I'm a safe person to talk to, I'm also an idiot to talk to. Right. So if you don't know how um you don't have to talk about those issues. Oh, you know, is that the idea? You about, don't talk politics, you just yeah. talk. Just talk. If someone's being bothered on the train, for example, you don't have to talk about their experience as being a Muslim or anything. Just talk to them and ignore the fucking idiot yelling at them. What was... I was going to... Every time I had a problem, because I have a problem with silence, now that can open it up. And what was I going to do to solve my problem? Talk about... Uh, Put safety pins on strangers? I think it was BTK. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, how bind these are the topics you you'll bring up. Maybe that's maybe don't don't um, a don't you put a safety pin on <laughs> because I I feel already sorry for anyone who would come up to you to try and start a conversation. I'm a, you out I'm, in a time of need. I'm good conversation. <laughs> I am. Let's let's. I spent right. a dollar on beans. <laughs> See, I can tell people about my dollar boom. <laughs> and a, a movie review of Pervert Park. I can brighten a day. But no, I actually, in all seriousness, in the, you can, I hope there's just your your physical presence is good enough. That's right. In, but what in if I these cases? But I yeah. shouldn't wear safety pins and have my eyes crossed walking around with a funny, <laughs> making a funny mouth face. No queer pants on. <laughs> But no, I um, there obviously I think I think it's good. I've heard uh, the well. Let's let's be honest too. Like yes, I've heard there are serious points to t- to take away from the conversation. The safety pin thing I really like. I appreciate the the viewpoint from somebody other than a single fat white. And thank God we don't uh-huh. have double fat whites. But if double fat whites were here, we'd talk to them openly and but also not back down. But at the same time. Let's remember that this podcast does solely exist to, to get out of our heads for yeah. a week and, yeah. and and to know that – and people should know that we'll be here to say all the stupid shit that might make other people happy, including ourselves. That, that'll yeah. make ourselves happy, make other people happy because I think tra- – I, I made a trademark this week and I, I – it's called Coping, coping by Quipping, <laughs> Trademark. Not bad, right? Trademarked. Good charity name. I could see that on the discount table at a Barnes and Noble. <laughs> coping by quipping. It even comes it rolls <laughs> off the tongue very well. But that's the idea. Coping by quipping. Because I heard some people say like somebody came at me like uh because I I probably was a little hard to follow on Facebook because I would have genuine concern followed by references to that movie Idiocracy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So right. I go, wow, yeah. that's up and down, that's up and down. But, like, that's just what you have to do, like, or that's what I have to do is the only way to get through traumatic situations. I think this is a nationally traumatic situation for half of the country. Yeah. And I think will be for the entire country once, you know. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, well, no, I don't know. But uh, in traumatic situations... Thankfully, we have uh, we can hold on to at least a sense of humor uh, 
that doesn't hurt anybody, obviously. Don't punch down. But just to hold on yeah. to a sense of humor because at the end of the day, life is short and these four years are going to be short. They might they might mm-hmm. be tenuous and, and, and filled with a lot of struggle. But we move forward, you know, and, and you never know yeah. what, what can happen one second to the next. So, you know, we can be serious and obviously I'm anti-pervert. I'm pro Q, except for that one guy who's milking it. The shoe uh, guy. Shoe guy. Funny, <laughs> funny discounted shoes, probably from a thrift store. Thrift, thrift store shoe guys identifying yeah. themselves as Q. We can't have that. Um, or we can. You know what? I'm all inclusive. I'm feeling the love right now. <laughs> the look on Mike's face is the best. Yeah. <laughs> Been rolling your eyes so hard for half an hour now. I can't, I haven't, I didn't notice it. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, Too busy trying to justify cues. I'm not justifying cues. <laughs> As just sh- people wearing funny shoes. You want to say it? Nope. Say what? Uh, Go ahead. Non-listener. Real cue over here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing neck pulls over here. Ooh. Why? Keep going. Safe space. People are really scared right now, but eventually America will Win. be okay. It's yeah. like, you know. We stepped oh, yeah. in a big pile of dog shit with dog Trump right now. Oh. And as I Anti-dog. said, as I said Just on Facebook, the best part of, about America is we don't care if there's a pile of dog shit on our, on our shoe. We'll just keep kind of stum- stumbling walking. forward like a big dumb idiot. In our funny, trucking. in our funny elongated shoes with dog shit all over them. <laughs> I agree. I agree. We stepped in some dog shit, and what do you do with dog shit? You scrape it off, and there's a little bit left over, and then eventually, after walking on those shoes for a while, there's no more dog shit, and then you get a new pair of shoes mm-hmm. <laughs> that fit. You know, Maybe. <laughs> is that a good analogy? That's a great analogy, right? Eventually, we're all gonna get a new pair of shoes. Some yeah. of us. And you know what? Eventually, what? hopefully, our two legs are going to start talking to each other. Exactly. We're all going to get new shoes. And unfortunately for those Trump supporters, those shoes are going to be comically Made in big. Mexico. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. <laughs> God, I hope so. It'll be all right, guys. We'll be here for each other. And we'll be here saying stupid shit. That's been an election. An election hour. Hour. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Hello again, blue staters and red traders. It's Taxi TV's own Lindsay Megan's here to give you my review of the Jerk Practice Podcast, episode 19. Jerry Orbach's testicle meat and meat me halfway on quality they did not it's their first episode back since boy that Casey can squeal got settled all the way over there in Ohio and oh I know that the podcast didn't improve in fact they merely proved their position as fat whites or as they call it double F fats or as I call it, flunking. 
Actually, the only aspect that didn't fail this episode was Meg Howe. How she did it, I don't know. But I give her an A-plus for dealing with A-holes. Also, what a great name, Meg-gens. As for DeHans, I wouldn't give him a bronze. Dollar boom, more like a dollar short and a day late. Hmm, I have a supersized wonder if anything like that has ever been done before. Hmm, it's questionable. Or is it? About as questionable as their unintelligible conversation on cues. And let me cue you in. These guys are morons. But let's put a pin in that and discuss the last fat. Henning soon to be twinning Kashi, the only firm brain around two that are sloshy. In an attempt to deliver a message of hope, he is often interrupted by Fatal F and Fatal C. However, as much cellulite that accumulates from the right, Henning don't bite. Instead, choose Ian to lift up his shoes, scrape off the dump, win rather than lose, and stone cold the Trump. On my scale of election stink, I give this episode 53 million closeted racists, 2 million hipster hashtags, and one divided nation under Dom. I'm Lindsay Meggins. This outcome was shit. And I guess fat whites make the rules.